This podcast will contain both questionable language and spoilers. Well, I keep saying may contain questionable language, then within a few seconds one of us has said fuck or shit or I something. don't think we say it that often. No, we don't say too much. Not like other, other cars. No. Some of them swear a lot more. No, yeah. we try and be okay. We don't try it, just naturally yeah, happens. Na- na- we're naturally <laughs> not that sweary. Hello everybody and welcome to episode 49 of Movie Drone. I'm still Steve. And I'm still Mark. You are. Or oh, Terry yeah. and June. We haven't said Terry and June No, no, I dug me... Um, Movie Drone mug out the other day. I've got that at work now. Because my off your fuck mug right. come off the bench. Right, okay. Well, don't break the Movie Drone one. No, well, I'm not trying not to, mate. Okay, okay. I tried not to break the other one. It's just it's called an accident. Right, come on, June. <laughs> and I read the back and I was like, <laughs> fucking hell, that's gone. <laughs> right, okay. Uh, I saw that. Hello, everyone. Yeah, I was done all that. Cheery voice tonight. Yeah, very trying to, trying yeah, to. Um, yeah, so uh, as we say, thank you very much for... Uh, keeping us in your download auto download queue yeah, even yeah. if you don't listen but if you do listen very special thanks yeah all right yeah okay uh, right over to uh, the normal question yeah how you been it's been a challenging week mate <laughs> is it not gonna lie <laughs> really yeah okay I'm good, getting good. That, i'm Stories. getting to that stage where do you know when you got a holiday imminent yeah and then you're just like i don't know if i could make one more day for right. one more day um, I've had nothing but computer issues the last few days. Right, okay. Because you, you don't know to your work one, is that is that right? That, I keep our computer system. They keep like changing servers, right? Okay, and shit and stuff like that. I lost two days' work. Right, got it back. Lost it all again. Right, and they've managed to find an amount of it, so I had to finish that off. Right, okay. Nightmare. Right, um, this is fun. This yeah, is fun. yeah. I'm doing this. It gets, it gets better. Um, I don't know if I told you. I. Lived here for nearly a year, never had a water bill. Right, okay. Finally got that sorted out, so I had to weigh out 300 quid the other day. Oh, right, okay. For that. Uh, and then I put the car in for an MOT. Right. car I did 300 miles in. Yeah. 616 quid. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Bit of luck, I've not got Glastonbury coming up. Right. Or a holiday after that. <laughs> right, okay. Um, so Glastonbury is five pot noodles. Right. And five ginsters. <laughs> I thought it was uh, porridge pots. We have porridge pots. Yeah, I don't think I can stretch your porridge pots, mate. No, I'm just really? gonna, not doing breakfast. I'm okay. just going to do pot noodles. And then a Ginsters pasty. Oh, really? Over. Oh, yeah. dear. Yeah. Oh, that's no good. No. Oh, right. It has wiped me out this month. Has it? Yeah, and I've still got to get spending money for holiday. Right. Okay. Um, all these things. It's okay. exciting. Yeah, isn't it just? Yeah. Eh? Happy it old just? days. Yeah. I mean, I've had a bit of a cat week. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not too not too. car MOT, 616 quid? <laughs> no, because it doesn't have an MOT. It's oh, just before yeah. I give it back. So, yeah. so no. I want to smash up the works car yesterday. Not, not smashed up, but like tried to get through a gap. Oh, smaller really? than I thought. You always try and work your way through gaps. Yeah, I'm not very patient. No, I know. Sometimes a bit scary when we go out. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, Nine times out of ten, I get away with it. <laughs> Unfortunately, this time wasn't one. <laughs> I know, I've been there many a time with yeah. you. Many a time. Yeah, so I've got the London... You haven't asked, have you? Is it, are you so, finished? Steve, <laughs> how are you? How are was you, your week? Are you finished? Yeah, why not? Okay. Well, yeah, good. I mean, I, I've, like I said, I've had a bit of a cat week. Yeah. Uh, London's Brighton bike ride 
Sunday. We're going to watch. This is Friday. You what? We're going to watch. <laughs> oh, I'm doing it. Doing it. Tandem? Already. No, 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 no. Individual. So. As the older Amy. All right. Uh, no, no, no. Not so good. No, no. Right. no. And then, Still uh, carrying that excuse. Nice. I made a mistake the other day of looking at the uh, elevation chart. Okay. So I remembered that there was a, a few hills. Yeah. Um, and... Yeah, noticed that one of them sort of a steady incline for five miles. Was it like one in four or something? Like uh, and then, well, I can't. I don't, I don't really know all, all that uh, palaver. But the last one's called the Beacon, right. uh, Beast, I think they call it. It's two hundred and forty-eight meter hill. Is that right at the end? Yes. Once you've spent, <laughs> so once <laughs> you've used every bit of yeah, energy. Yeah, I think it's at mile fifty or something. Right. And and you think I'm nearly, how many miles is it? Fifty-four. Right. So you get to so forty-nine, you think oh, I can steam yeah. through these last five. No, it's two hundred and forty-eight meters high in a mile. Cool. So, yeah, so looking forward to that. Best of luck. Jill's doing it with you? Yes, yes. Riding together? Or yeah, yeah, race? yeah. No, no, no. No race. No okay. race. We just do it together. Nice. There's a few pubs in that on the way. So you can stop and have a, really? a pint of that. Is yeah. it not a race then? You know what I mean? Is it just a, no, it's it's just a little a, ride for it's 50 for the British Heart Foundation. So. Oh, God. You talk to me like I know about <laughs> these things. Yeah, so... Oh, uh, that's nice. No, so that's what we're doing. Cool. So, uh, yeah, trip to Brighton. So when you have a heart attack halfway along yeah, and you need much. British Heart Foundation, yeah, yeah. you've at least raised a bit of money for yep, them. Yep, definitely. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, so there you go. Cool. That's me. Nice. And I that's like you. It. Yeah. All right. Happy days. Yeah, okay. All right, so uh, you got any thanks this week? I've got a fair list, mate. Cool. Uh, I've got thanks to 143, to Delilah Xavier, the Broadcast Podcast, Operation Retro Shop, to Joseph, Comics in Motion, One Movie Punch, the Good Evening Kiddies Podcast, Collateral Cinema, Mike, Mike and Oscar, Mr. Positivity Wolfie T, our friend from across the pond, Genuine Chit Chat, our other friends from across the pond who are associated with Mr. Positivity Wolf T, WTM Watch This Movie, to Jill, to Podcast Wrestling Society, to Movie Geek and Proud, Ryan, Politics with Dummies, Flickface, Jake and Tom Conquer the World, Collateral Gaming, Podcast HQ, The Media Matters, One Voice, One Mic, Podcast Documentary, and to Lee. Oh, you dragged that out of all your, your added little... Well, it's funny, isn't it? It gets funnier every time I do it. <laughs> Does it, really? Yeah, inside I am chuckling. <laughs> I'm sure you? they are as well. No, I'm sure they are. Okay, <laughs> right. Um, Andy, I've got some special thanks. We've had cool. some some nice follows and uh, Friday shout outs cool. from One Four Three, Mike, Mike, and Oscar, and Freak of Halloween Horror Nights. Nice. Um, I also want to thank WTM. Watch this movie. Well, they didn't pay for it, but I received my T-shirt. Yeah. Uh, I was going to wear it, but apparently we're saving clothes for Glastonbury. Okay. So that are we you don't the sort of house that has good towels? <laughs> I like the show towels. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, pretty much. Yeah. save it for glass. So it's going to have that sort of plasticky smell on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, probably the iron and that. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, so nice Yeah, it looks good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, I'm really pleased. They were a bit worried. I mean, they've asked for a photo of it, which I've sent. Just right. ask me whether it's the sort of print that's going to all crack and fall apart in five washes. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I don't really know. <laughs> Do you yeah. know what I mean? But we'll see. Cool. We'll see. See if it makes its way back from Glastonbury. Yeah. yeah see if we do. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> yeah, that new episode that's really good. Yeah. Um, over the top. First one in the summer of Sam. So I really enjoyed that today. Coolio. Right. Okay. Uh, I've got a promo. Have you? Yeah. Love one and ball back. Who's it? Widen them all. Who's it? <laughs> Tell well, me. Do you want to listen? Yeah, let's find out. Cool. 
Hey there, podcast listeners. I'm Brian. And I'm James. And we're your hosts of A Piece of Pie, the queer film podcast. Every episode, we're going to take two movies or more, compare them, contrast them, and talk about them. Sometimes we talk about things like Terrence Malick and his use of handheld cameras or his sparse dialogue. And sometimes we talk about Alex Garland and how he mirrors things in both story and visuals. Sometimes we just talk about Chris Evans and his butt. Or Meryl Streep and how she might have farted her way to an Oscar. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. So join us. We're on Stitcher, Google Play, iTunes, wherever you get your podcasts. Grinder. Um, that might just be you, James. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Here we go. Cool. Promo from the Piece of Pie podcast. Piece of Pie? Piece of Pie. Two film fans based in Chicago, and they compare movies mm-hmm. and enjoy saying something gay about them. And okay. it's a lot of fun. I enjoy it. Cool. All right? Yeah. You should have a listen to that one. I wonder if that's Chicago-based because of the pie. Isn't Chicago famous for pies, like deep uh, dish yeah. pies and stuff? Well, yeah. I think it's, like, yeah, it's a piece of pie. It's a pizza, I think, isn't it? Over there. It's like yeah. it's like a piece of... Piece yeah. of pie. I, I don't really know actually. Is that yeah? Oh, it's I a slice, isn't it? It's a slice. But yeah, piece. I'm yeah. sure. I'm sure cool. it is. Yeah. yeah. I, I I don't live there. A little bit cleverer with their name than we were. <laughs> yeah. You just stole us. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then, mate. Yeah. Okay. Uh, should we move on? Yeah. This might be. Uh, so last week yeah. we did. I'm this. not having much luck killing it. Am I? No. It was amazing. It seems to have got a bit of a resurgence, and I'm worried. It was amazing. I mean, it was it was good. I really it enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. I can't, I can't I, remember I, who it was. Huh? I can't remember who it was. It was Mickey Mouse. Yeah. And Eric Cartman. Oh yeah. And it was it was, uh, it was yeah. <laughs> the Kenny bit just uh, just killed us. <laughs> 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 Thank you, Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, it was uh, it was amazing. So okay. uh, so I'm sure this one's going to be good. So we've had a couple of people send us suggestions in. Yeah. So Mr. Positivity yeah. uh, done one, and uh, Ryan yeah. done the other one. So on behalf of uh, Joseph and the hashtag MMIPS, yeah. all the members, um, are you going to go for it? Yeah? Yes, two people until they were sent in I didn't know existed. Right, okay. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. It's going to go well. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right, look forward to this one. Yeah. Right, you ready? Yeah. Okay, so this is Mark's movie impressions for episode 49, and this is When Consuela Met Drexel. Are you ready? Yeah. Who the fuck is that bitch? No, no. I no can do. Who the fuck are you? I no can do Friday. Well, that makes us practically related. No. No, no. I'm still a mystery to you. Yes. No, no, no. This motherfucker carrying on like she ain't got no fucking care in the world. And who knows? Maybe she don't. Let me get my pen. Such a bad motherfucker. Oh, okay. There you go. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> um, the only one I felt slightly confident with was such a bad motherfucker. The rest of it. Oh, I don't know who these people are. I know. It's Mark's impression of some random American guy and uh, his hired help. So yeah. I don't know, mate. Well done. Thanks. No idea. <laughs> Sorry about that, Mr. Boss. No idea. <laughs> Oh dear, brilliant! That one might have killed it off. Yeah, to be honest, mate. Sweet. Yeah, might have Sweet. done. So, so uh, yeah. Sweet. <laughs> I've, I've worked hard to kill it off, and it's so you far have, it's not indeed. doing a lot. You have right. Okay, shall we move swiftly on after that? Yeah. Yeah. Very. So, <laughs> so uh, this is the movie drone wall of shame. There you go. What? Yeah. 
Right. I like that one. Yeah? Yeah. You still do like that one, don't you? Yeah. yeah. You start, start echo. Even though it was just like, uh, should we just do it? And then we did it. It's stuck in there. Yeah, yeah, it has. So, is anyone on the Wall of Shame? Anyone automatically no, on? No, no. Well, I mean, I've I've heard from Delilah. Right. No, I haven't actually. Have you not? <laughs> no, I, I think, think you got you got away with it. Oh, She's, uh, bless her. Yeah, she's obviously not that worried about you keep mispronouncing her name. I, so. I'm so sorry. I huh? got it right this time. Maybe I underlined it. You, maybe it's because you keep. No, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And get away with it. So just oh, keep I'm doing that. Oh, I'm born in t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. And uh, we we challenged last week. We challenged the uh, movie geek and proud podcast. Mm. We'll see if they got off in a second. So, uh, so no one on. So, yeah, no, no sponsorship or anything uh, for this week yeah. or, or for next. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, who are we challenging next week, mate? I feel a bit bad, mate. Do you? Yeah, I'm keeping a bit close to home. Oh, really? Yeah. Turns out, mum hasn't listened to a few episodes. Right, okay. Wow, you know, we're going to get challenged now, don't you? <laughs> well, not Sue. So Not lovely mum. Sue. Lovely Sue. Oh, come on. What? For lack of support. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, That's bless her, Art. Well, you know. Oh, bless her. We'll stick with it, yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Sorry, Sue. Yeah. Lovely, lovely Sue. Well, it's sorry. like you with your in-laws. They yeah. learn about your life. You've yeah. got to learn about what's going on in <laughs> mine. Suppose, bless her. I suppose. So, yeah. So, uh, sorry, Sue. Uh, yeah. You are challenged. Um, so, give us a question yeah, next question. week. Should be an interesting one, I reckon. Yeah. 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 Okay, right. So, uh, moving on. So, mm. we did challenge Movie Kick and Proud. So I suppose that leads up to the next section. This is the section that we like to call Question Time. Question Time. Question Time. Time for the question. Question Time. Question Time. Question Time. Time for the question. Question Time. Right, there we go. Lovely, lovely dulcet tones. Mm. Right, okay, so we challenged the Movie Geek and Proud podcast, uh, yeah. uh, Rob and Sean. Um, I'm a patron. You are. As you know, I keep getting all my extra yeah. stuff on there. Um, and I, I mean, I like them. They do a lot for other podcasts promoting. Yeah. They're doing a, they do drafts, which everyone can get involved in. Yeah. And they're doing, the, promoting some of their, they, they, they say queer podcasts, like I say. Um, mm. Rob said that they're. They can't see your fingers, you know that, don't no, you? No. <laughs> <laughs> when you do hear it, <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, so they yeah. they do promote theirs, so they're doing a, a a hunk cast at the moment. I'm on that, am I? What? <laughs> what? what number no, am I? I think you have to have been in a film. You have to have been like like suggested by a podcast, and, and no one's so, done it. I right. think Ryan's still in the. I think Peter Pye's still <coughs> in it. Ryan, I think Ryan's Ryan, still in the well. <laughs> Ryan. No, I think you have to have been in a film. Oh. So have you not voted? No. Oh, I vote. Yeah. 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 Okay. I'll get involved. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Just uh, so yeah, that's coming down, and they do have great breakdowns. Okay. Of films, yeah. and they've done some interesting ones recently. Cool. Um, so yeah, Rob and Sean and uh, Future Sean pops up as well. Right. Okay. So yeah, I Sweet. enjoy when Future Sean's on. So we challenged uh, Movie Geek and Proud to give us a oh. question, and did they deliver? No, mate. They're on the show. Ball of shame. Yeah. Why? No, <laughs> they come straight back. They did. They were really good. They were. Really quick, no waiting about for them guys. They no, were in. They no. knew what they wanted. Yeah. And they've asked, how do you feel about actors, mostly American actors, who are chosen to play a character with an English accent rather than getting someone with an authentic accent? And if you have an example of anyone who did it poorly in a film or TV. Okay. All right, so now, first of all, how do you think about well, it? Well, I don't know if I've taken 
the question slightly wrong. Right, okay. Whether it was open-ended. I've gone off on quite a political little rant here, so it could get funny. It <laughs> no. could get fun. Um, do you know we like to go into politics and no, stuff like that? No, we don't. No, I edit um, all the politics I, d- I don't out. know whether... The, yeah, you do. Shit. <laughs> I don't know whether they mean stereotypical, like Americans playing stereotypical, but it's so like Dick Van Dyke. Right, okay. Well, my old governor, like they're playing stereotypical English people. Yeah. Because I would argue there's more English actors playing American roles yeah. and putting on dodgy... And it comes back to something I read the other day, and this is where the political bit comes in. Right. So I do apologise. don't mean to offend anyone at all right. if it comes across. Right. I'm it wrong. There was this big thing about should gay actors be playing the gay roles. Right. Etc. Etc. And part of me was like, I understand people need to feel part of it and there needs to be an amount of everyone going into these things yeah but it is acting yeah mm-hmm. do you know do you know what i'm saying yeah you don't yeah. need to be a cocaine dealer to play a cocaine dealer no the same way it's uh if you play uh an american playing an english person they play them really well yeah and vice versa if um a british person plays south african yeah if a gay person's playing a straight person straight person playing a gay it's it's acting uh-huh it yeah. is what you're supposed to be doing you're supposed to be be like taron egerton for example in rocket man yeah i thought he be- i believed he was gay okay right. he i thought he played that really well he gave it his full acting ability yeah. and i bought his performance okay yeah i didn't feel that a gay character could necessarily play it better or it would make any difference but it might have done it might, might have done yeah, yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't i just i just think he put a good performance in and the same way I feel with anyone, I don't particularly felt it needed an English actor to play him. Mm-hmm. If an American could have done that accent and turned it around, great. Yeah. Um, I just think it's part of the acting skill to be able to do it. So I don't personally have a problem with anyone from any race, creed, country, race, anything playing someone different. No, but as long as it's as long as it's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, it's, yeah. it's surely it, a lot of it. I suppose is down to the casters. Yes. So if if you're gonna do it, I've got. Uh, I mean, I'm with you. I've got absolutely no problem with anyone from uh, any different country or whatever um, playing it, as long as they can actually make it believable. Yes. And I mean, I've got. Uh, there are some that I've actually noted down yeah. where it wasn't. Yes. Because uh, that yeah. was obviously the second part of it, and uh, it, it does go both ways. I mean, it it, it does definitely go both ways. Yeah. So, have you got any examples? I've, I've just up with the Dick Van Dyke one just on the okay. stereotypical level more than anything because okay. I do they go for this English gent yeah. and sometimes I think oh, I've never met Olivia and we all as common as shit yeah I know but I mean it's obviously a little bit of the of the age yeah. it, it was a bit more yeah. like that but I, I, don't, I don't know whether they try and sometimes and over emphasize the English accent yeah. to make them appear really British yeah I mean I've got the the female equivalent is Heather Graham in From Hell okay all right, governor, that sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And and that was uh, that was that was a pretty bad, I think, casting decision. Certainly, um, Don Cheadle in the, the Oceans franchise. Okay, yeah. See, uh, again, that's really stereotypical. Yeah, but he's got all the Cockney rhyming slang and everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's really bad. I mean, yeah. you, you, I, I, again, we've not got a problem with another American actor playing it. But I mean, that yeah. that character, yeah. I don't know. I don't know about that. And have you heard Keanu Reeves in Dracula? Yes. It's softly spoken yeah. if yeah. one. Yeah. That was a pretty bad one yeah. as well. Um, yeah, I mean, there has <laughs> been some bad... But there's been some great crossovers. There has. Um, what about when um, they try... The worst ones for me, I suppose, is when American actors are given the task of doing a regional 
English accent. Oh right, okay, regional. Yeah, I was so, thinking even regional American winds me up. Yeah, like no. They put that um, is it the Boston accent? Right. Yeah, yeah. It irritates the shit out. Yeah, I know you can't. have a problem with that. Yeah, but I mean, uh, Josh Hartnett in Blow Dry doing a Yorkshire right. accent. I don't know if you've ever seen the clips of that. They all love. Yeah, going all right. <laughs> it's, yeah, but it's yeah. So really. Yeah, it's okay. like an American twang on it, and I suppose that's harder. I mean, I suppose I'd rather them try. The I'd rather them come across as like the the Cockney yeah sort of stereotypical one than I would yeah. then try the regional accents. It's pretty bad, but I thought I mean it works out the other way as well. I mean, what about um, have you seen Michael Caine in On Deadly Ground? Yeah, with his Texan accent. Yeah, yeah. 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 Yes, I, <laughs> I mean that one. would have been better off with an American. Yeah, actor. I mean he's not. He's had his moments, but he's not the best English actor. Yeah. <laughs> but how about Sean Connery in Highlander? as well right, of course, with, I've seen that. with his like Spanish right, bad okay. Spanish accent yeah. and then you add I think it's uh, what's, I can't remember is it Christopher Lambert or whatever he's, I think he's from Switzerland or, or yeah. somewhere like that um, doing his uh, Scottish one okay. um, that was pretty bad um, but then I enjoy Mike Myers doing Scottish accents. Yeah, he's very well. Isn't he Scottish? Yeah, yeah. But like I say, yeah, I mean, he, obviously, he's, he's probably he generally doesn't. But his, his accent, yeah. I mean, he hasn't got a natural one. I don't no. think has he. But, yeah. um, but doing that, and then I suppose it comes around to I suppose the one thing that annoyed me more. I think was I mean, it's the one that a lot of people talk about. It's Kevin Costner when he played Robin Hood, mm-hmm. and just decided not to bother. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And he was pretty much hardly even bothered doing the English accent. Yeah. And for me... But was, was that not similar to... I don't know. Was it you I was talking about with Chernobyl? Yeah, well, when, well that's oh, what oh, I've got sorry. down here. Yeah. No, no, no. That's it, it was, yeah. Um, I've got that because, I mean, but then again, if you're doing something, I suppose, I suppose it's the same with Chernobyl. I, I, everyone was obviously on Kevin Costner's case for, mm. for doing that with that accent. But I think Chernobyl has to be congratulated for doing it in English mm. and they had all the regional accents and everything it took yeah. me a little while to get into it sort of 15-20 yeah. minutes to get into the fact that they weren't trying to put on an accent mm. but I think it worked that time mm-hmm. certainly okay. so so yeah so that's that's to answer the, uh, the question we really don't mind no we are open minded as long as it's done well yeah and yeah I think uh, they could definitely spend a little while longer finding someone who is the best actor or actress rather than trying to get a name and shoehorning them into that role because they're either popular or that's who they want. Yeah, part of the casting should be the fact can you actually do the accent, yeah. I suppose. Yeah, and totally. and to actually probably study the accent properly that you're actually trying to do. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, totally. And actually spending a bit of time time doing it. But we all speak like that in London yeah. anyway, mate. So, yeah. don't worry about it. <laughs> we'll the apples and pears when you come in. <laughs> yeah. So thank you very much. Yeah, no, it's a good question. Man. Rob, I think it came from, from Movie right. Geek and Proud. Thank you so much for that question. Yeah. That was a, uh, a really good one. Yeah. Really enjoyed that. Yeah. So after all that then, mate, um, how can people contact us with anything regarding those first sections? They can get us on Twitter, which is at movie underscore drone, or via email on movie drone podcast at hotmail.com. Okay, right. Shall we move on? Shall we? Shall we do... The review, shall we? Let's do my review, shall we? Okay. Right, okay. So uh, we didn't really know what to do this week, did we? We was a little bit out of kilter for some of the You're so well connected. Yeah, but also I I feel slightly lucky that we might have dodged a couple of bullets. I mean, Mm. Men in Black certainly is not looking too good, is it? Um, Mm. So so we might have just dodged that one. We might just have to go over that one. Emma Thompson's absolutely desperate to make a mockery <laughs> of my thing of putting her into the <laughs> yeah, yeah. reliable actress yeah definitely so uh we we did go and see a film we did uh and what was it 
we went to see a film that's currently 6.3 on IMDb. It's a 15, one hour, 32 minutes long, billed as a comedy crime drama with synopsis of based on the absurd but true 1973 bank heist and hostage crisis in Stockholm that was documented in the New Yorker as the origins of the Stockholm Syndrome and so far grossed $300,000. Okay, yeah, so it's directed by Robert Boudreau, starring Ethan Hawke, Numi Rapace, Mark Strong, Christopher Hyadal, B. Santos, Fjorben Haar and John Royston. And this is 2018's when it was made, but not released here until the 21st of June officially unless you've got some connections, and this is 2018's Stockholm, or The Captive, isn't it? The Captor, I Captor. think. Captor, yeah. Over yeah. Here. You got a clip? I have. Good. Was he surprised? And do you sound surprised? An American with a machine gun has taken over Credit Bunker. Credit Bunker? Get here! No, she hasn't been shot. She's obviously got a muscle cramp or something. Get her a banana and get everybody out of here. We will let the ladies go when it's over. You want money? One million U.S. dollars. In a Mustang 302 like Steve McQueen had in Bullet. Yeah, I like that movie. There we are. There we go. All right. So, yeah, so it was was nice to do something. I mean, it's obviously a couple of couple of weeks Thank early for the popcorn that's all right no worries nice no worries it wasn't free though was it but don't worry about it no so no, it was nice here to put the little um pretzels on the top for yeah me yeah well. it didn't get cheese balled or nothing no. did you or anything no. like that no but yeah. it was nice to go and see something a little bit early yeah wasn't it so yeah, yeah a little uh, advanced Reasonably screening as well yeah <coughs> well or actually was it let's find yeah. out right what did you think of stockholm it's <laughs> a bit of a thinker <laughs> Bit of a thing. I, I, overall, I'm going to say I really liked it. Right, okay. I, I think it took a different... I know it's based on a true story. Yeah. Apparently they changed his name. Yeah. The original guy was Jean Eric. Mm-hmm. But in there he played... I don't know why they changed... Like, they're based on a true story, but they've changed his name. Yeah. Random. Yeah. I quite liked Ethan Hawke in it. Right. I thought he was mad enough. Yeah. And I quite liked all the rest of it. Right. Um. I, for some reason, I, I, I was going along one way and it kind of went the other way right. in that I, I read synopsis would talk about Stockholm syndromes falling in love or having an affinity with your captor mm-hmm. and I assumed this woman when she was there can't remember her name it's called her Audrey I assumed he would fall in love with Audrey and that would be thick but it's actually the whole group bonded mm-hmm. and that kind of took me a bit by surprise well I think I suppose one of my uh, main gripes about it is the fact that I thought that the film was pretty much just a bank heist film. Yeah. Because the actual, uh, when you actually uh, look at it, in the real case, the the syndrome became a story after the bank heist. Yeah. So the hostages refused to testify against the criminals. And then they became friends and rumours that they become more friends afterwards. So the actual... It builds it as the start of Stockholm syndrome, but you only really get to see the bank heist. Yeah, and it's a okay, little you bit. Wanted, yeah, you only got a little teaser at the end, then you? Yeah, you sort of went and see him, but not a lot really yeah. come from it. Yeah, so I, I know that's sort of where it started, but it's not really anything about that, is it? No, it's, it's, it's like the origins, I yeah. suppose, of where. So when I'm actually sort of looking at it just and and comparing it against films, 
it's not the best bank heist film I've ever seen. Okay, that's a fair point. So, yeah. Yeah, no, I think I got to the point where I was... I'd been thinking about it since we watched it, and it's one of them were... I'd like to talk and know more about the hostages right. to find out, like, at the beginning, were they just trying to keep it calm? Mm-hmm. Were they just sort of trying to gain... So it was just calm, just, just self-preservation more than anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously they said it was six days. Right, yeah. And then did they get to a point where actually these are all right? That makes sense. Because mm-hmm. it's like, were they, were they just trying to, think, I don't know what this bloke's going to do, let's keep him calm, let's keep him talking, let's, at what point do you get to the fuck of self-preservation and think, oh, I quite like him, I could stay here for another few days. Yeah, I'll be, I'd, I've, again, I didn't really get the impression that uh, Ethan Hawke's character was someone that you would do that to he just seemed to be there was times when he just had the flash points yeah. and just kicked off and i can't imagine anybody as, as you say probably people saying it for self-preservation yeah. uh, rather than anyone actually liking him no i mean he, he seemed to be a bit of a loose cannon I mean, yeah he was it's almost weak because he was doing it to be liked by the other guy yeah so it was almost like a competition of who can be like he was trying to he weren't doing it for his own benefit he was yeah. trying to impress the other guy yeah and by breaking out the world's best bank robber who's in prison. I mean, that, there's your there's your uh, hint. It's not going to end well. So you've got the world's best bank robber out yeah. of prison, and then you're going to got everyone around, and they're just going to let you drive off. Yeah. I don't quite know where his head was at because that's. I mean, in a bank heist, you want to get in, get your stuff, get out. Yeah. I don't know how he thought he was ever going to get away with it. Right. Yeah. Seriously, well, he like, had. Pl- I mean, they had a plan. Well, yeah, but d- did they honestly think the police are going to go? Okay, drive away. We're not going to follow you at all. <laughs> you yeah. just crack on. We'll trust that you'll drop them off. Well, he said that they thought they'd put a tracker on it, didn't yeah, they? So well, they were going to try. They're going to follow him. Okay. Yeah. No. I, mean, I just, you know, think. No, the best one is to either or ones where they're drilling from under the floor. Yeah. They take the money. They bugger off. Someone yeah. comes in and goes, "Shit, where's all the money gone?" Yeah. Or they go in, hold them up, gun to the head, fill the bags up, gone. Yeah. I mean, sit there for six days, letting the plan like the police. I mean, fairness, he come up with some reasonable things against it. Like when they tried gassing them, they put them in the nooses. Yeah. And that was actually one of the captives' ideas. Yeah. I've got an idea. Yeah. Um, and then the whole pretending to be well, dead. Well, no one wants to be tear gassed, though, do they? No, no. Do you know what I mean? Whether you're hostage or not, yeah. really. But, I mean, the synopsis does say based on the absurd. Yeah, and it was true. absurd. Yeah, it yeah. Was. But it's just trying to work. I think the film is saved by being based on a true story. Right, yeah. Because it is actually that absurd. Yeah. yeah. If I had been watching this and I was taking light from that, this actually fucking happened. Yeah. Like, if it was someone who had written this, I'd be thinking, don't be so stupid. <laughs> there were certain bits that the score, I felt, was like a Pink Panther movie yeah. you know, a lot of the time. Yeah. I just imagined it, it was just going to go... comical edge, didn't it? Yeah, certainly. I mean, a lot of it was... was It was trying to make a light-hearted swipe at it. Yeah. But with some serious... Bits in there, yeah. Like, he had the bit where he did shoot her, yeah. And there was some real, awful, reasonable amounts of drama in it, yeah. I thought the car scene was fairly funny when the the tire went and all that to get back in, yeah. And the fact that so I I quite liked it when they were in the vault, yeah. So I thought that that was quite good because I thought that added a bit of claustrophobia, yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, certainly some of the other comical moments where he keeps getting when they kept getting locked in. Yeah. Uh, especially at the end. Uh, I mean, why wouldn't they shoot the camera out? Well, I don't know. So they couldn't see the dead body. Because they're absurd. Dead. They're absurd. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it was just like, 
you're just gonna let you're you're basically trying to plot this, but you've got a camera watching. I know it weren't quite in the days of now where you'd be paranoid about all of these things. Yeah. But I mean, even the police, I thought, were quite bumbly. Because <laughs> you're like, <laughs> I'm gonna drill through there. I'm not even gonna be subtle about it. We're just gonna have a fucking drill through. You got guns and you got <laughs> hostages. Yeah, I did think it was a bit like I say. It reminded gonna, me of like a Clouseau movie. Yeah, in, I mean they're not being places. subtle. I mean they're ramming the microphone down the chute, and all you can hear is it scraping down the side. <laughs> yeah, I thought, but I mean the acting, the acting, oh, pretty good. I was happy with it all. Yeah, I like Mark Strong. Yeah, I mean yeah. accent-wise, uh, probably left a little bit yeah. going back to uh, to the yeah. question from Rob. I mean it was there. Yeah, yeah. I quite, I quite liked Audrey. I don't know what her name was. Right. I'm just going to call her Audrey. The main one. main one. No, me replace. Really? Yeah. Okay. I quite liked her. I yeah, she yeah. Was, I thought she was pretty good. I quite liked the tension they actually built between her and her husband. Yeah, when she I was. I thought that was a little nice little off-scene bit where he was with the kids. Yeah. And actually you realised she didn't really care about him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like I say, I, I didn't really get the fact... I suppose the whole film is about the Stockholm Syndrome and I didn't really get how that you'd, would you'd happen like 20 with, minutes after well would those happen with these people if they yeah. were like that in real life I just yeah. I just can't see that it was just not really a nice I mean I person, read, I read something about some of them it was like the guy ended up liking him because he let him get drunk right and he was like apparently he was struggling and he was like I just get pissed and then oh. he was sort of like oh, terrific right okay um, and they ended up I mean, I don't know if the scene is accurate at the end where they crowded around him and they're protecting him. I've seen the scene, the actual footage where they walk him out and they're coming out on their beds. Right. So okay. they've been gassed. Right. But I mean, he, it was weird because, I don't know if there's an opposite where the captor falls for the captives. Is there an opposite? that I don't know. Is that the same difference? Is that still Stockholm Syndrome? Because he seemed to have fallen, I mean, he protected her over his so-called hero. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if there's a reverse Stockholm. Maybe. Syndrome. Make one up. Create yeah. one. Mark syndrome. <laughs> Could be. Stealth Fox syndrome. Well, yeah, I think that's called Stalker. Okay. I think. I don't think that's yeah, it. I just fancy having my name named after a syndrome. Yeah. It'd be quite cool, wouldn't it? <laughs> it would, but it would probably be some sort of physical uh, disformality, yeah, if I'm honest, rather than. You know, I'll say, he, he seemed to be reciprocal in a relationship. Yeah. I don't think he he showed his vulnerability as well yeah. vulnerability yeah um, in towards her mm-hmm. not so much the other two I mean the rest of them seemed to get on alright yeah but the fact he was protective of her and seemed to have taken a shine to her yeah um, I don't know whether it worked both ways no I don't know I mean it sounds like you got into it a little bit more than I did yeah um, no, quite, certainly I quite liked it okay not amazing I'm not going to say it's a film of the year you've got to go and see it mm-hmm um, but I certainly enjoyed it. Okay. What about the music? There's uh, some some good music in yeah, there. Was yeah. it Dylan, was it? Yeah, he was uh, Dylan Head, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. So it's nice to hear a bit of that. Yeah. Um, not so much them two singing. No, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, I don't think, don't think they did a particularly great job of that. But no. 1973, I though. I love the car. I love the way like they ordered their car. Yeah, yeah. I mean, re- re- realistically, it was great. They thought about what they wanted. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, it'd be nice to have actually seen them get away in the car. Yeah, um, yeah. It was just, I mean, it was just crazy, crazy logistics of what they was expecting. <laughs> I suppose we're a little bit more formed now because we're that far ahead. We'd be thinking, oh fucking helicopters would be up and so and so. They yeah. probably would have just been followed by one plug car. Yeah, 
but they was never just going to let them drive off. <laughs> no, I suppose not. Well, I don't know that you said they were bumbling. Maybe they would have done. Yeah, but I mean, the Prime Minister was all involved when he... <laughs> it was just crazy. <laughs> so, okay, right. You got anything else to say? No. Okay, all right. Quite a simple one yeah. there. Um, what's we got? I'm not going crazy. Okay. But I liked his 72. Blimey. You have gone quite crazy. Yeah, you think I've gone crazy? Yeah, a little bit, okay. yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I've got 58. Okay. Um, I've got some funny moments in that. Yeah. Um, main character I did feel I've, he, he was a bit crazy but I found him a bit annoying okay. and like I said I just thought the synopsis a little bit misleading okay. to be honest I mean I know it says it's about the bank heist yeah. doesn't it but um, it would have been nice to see a little bit more okay. um, about what happened afters. afterwards okay. yeah. Yeah. fair points alright okay yeah. right so there you go yeah. probably better than Men in Black yeah yeah, so yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. I thank you it. for that no worries so you watched anything else mate I've only watched one well I've not even finished it Really? I'm still only not three quarters of the way through it. I've started watching The Drop. Okay, Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy, yeah. Okay. I'm um, quite enjoying it so far. Right, okay. Um, but I've been watching quite a bit of TV. Yeah, I've, I mean, I've done a little bit of TV. Okay, good. You can mention it, go on. No, 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 no you can mention it. You can no, mention it. What have you been good. watching? I've been watching Luther. Okay, Luther. Luther, yeah. Okay. Luther. Luther, yeah. That's, that's how he says it, isn't it? Luther. Luther, yeah. Right. No, Luther. I love right. a bit of Luther. Do you? Um, but okay. been going off on like... Um, some Louis Theroux bits as well. They've all come up on Netflix. I keep watching Louis Theroux documentaries as quick, easy ones. Right, okay. And then Loafers and Line of Duties and bits like that. All it's the L's? All the L's, oh, yeah. Blimey. You're going through the alphabet? Yeah. <laughs> uh, can't wait to get to... Oh, London's burning. <laughs> hey, <laughs> you are. You are watching it. Uh, okay, uh, I've just got a few bits. I watched what? Hustle and Flow. Okay. Uh, it's like a film about hip-hop and that. I've got to be honest, didn't really like it. No? No, certainly not the, the best ones. I mean, I love things like Straight Outta Compton and yeah. uh, Notorious and things like that. Notorious. Yeah, but, uh, but yeah, no, I didn't, Notorious. I didn't really get on with it. I watched Rain of Fire. Right. About the dragon. got a dragon in it. Yeah. Yeah, I ain't watching that. Yeah. Matthew Mahonahay in it. Um, it's got a dragon in it. Fuck huh? off. Christian Bale. I don't like dragon films. No. I, I don't know. I mean, they're not. Like friendly uh, dragon dragon films. No, okay. Stuff with dragon elves. Okay. Um, Hobbins or whatever <laughs> they call them. Not a bit of me. <laughs> okay. I've watched Superman 3. Okay. With Richard Pryor. Okay. Uh, I'd probably rather watch that than something with dragons, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> Not great, though. <laughs> Superman no. 3. I watched uh, The Perfection on Netflix. Okay. And that was weird. Right. Like, really weird. Okay. Yeah, it's like done in... Um, I, I, I can't really spoil it for you. It's it's a weird one, okay. certainly. Just about some cello players and that, but it goes off in a really weird tangent, sort of, oh. I don't know, about 20 minutes, half hour in, and just continues to sort of go get worse. Oh. Um, I don't know whether I'd liked it or not. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's one of those. I, I find them weird. Yeah. Yeah. It's a weird way you're sort of glad you watched it, because... Yeah, no, it's really weird. I can't yeah. really explain it. Uh, I'd, and then I watched a bit of Venom. Or watch okay. most of Venom. Yeah. Uh, it's not as good as Upgrade, Fighting Wise yeah. and all that. It, it, it could have been a lot better if they'd if they'd done that. Just talking of um, Upgrade, did you know that Blumhouse were the production company or one of them for Stockholm? Yes. Yeah. 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 So yeah. interesting. Yeah. So for me, not getting any that. better. <laughs> Do you know how I knew that? Why? Because it came up at the beginning of the film, Blumhouse. Right. Yeah, yeah, I suppose. And yeah. I took that, of the information, processed okay. it, and I thought... Okay, oh, no, and problems. I've done a bit of TV. I, I've been watching When They See Us. Oh right, so because you want to talk about it, I'm allowed to yeah, talk about it. That's how yeah. it's worked. No, it? no, no. It's just yeah, uh, just on. a couple of bits I wanted to say. Yeah. So When They See Us, 
uh, about the Central Park Five. Okay. Um, that's really good. Yeah. On Netflix, right. well worth a watch. I won't spoil that, but it's a true story, so okay. you can actually have a look. Um, and I've been watching some Black Mirror, and there's been oh, some really is it weird. The Miley one. Yeah. <laughs> is it all right? Is it worth a watch for me? Uh, no, no, not really. No, no, not a few. No, don't need box tissues. No, <laughs> no, it's not that sad. Not an upsetting one, though. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, so there's, I mean, there's some weird episodes. I mean, yeah. If you're into technology and gaming, I mean, one of them that I watched about nope. like virtual reality gaming, yeah. about two guys who are virtual reality gaming and end up having a relationship their characters do like having okay. sex as their characters yeah. in, inside one's a woman mm. one's a man which is like, really thought-provoking no? um and uh there's another one the the last one that i just watched and it's just worth a mention just because of the way that it deals with dating right perhaps. and you basically you're in this like thing you've got this coach which is like a artificial intelligence okay. thing and you're basically given a relationship. So it comes up and says you have a relationship and you meet this person in the booth yeah. and then you check the expiry on your coach thing yeah. and it'll tell you whether you need to be with this person for 36 hours right. or five years or one year. Yeah. And it basically, just you just keep having relationship after relationship until it says that it matches you with your thing. And it's just it was just enthralling. I don't this know, is, you know it's um, weird. This is created by Charlie Brooker. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who's married to Connie Huck. Right, okay. Blue Pete presenter. Right, okay. Weird, isn't it? Well, Cause that's, cause that's just random. He, he, yeah, but it? he was like, from what I remember of him, he had a TV show yeah. on Dave or something. Yeah. Um, and he was doing all right. So now he's got this global series that yeah. seems to be going by storm. The idea the idea is like, I mean, some people are getting stuck with someone for like five years who they actually hated or yeah. a year or whatever. And it was really thought-provoking. Okay. Really, really yeah. enjoyed it. So, yeah, that's cool. us. Yeah, all right. Nice. Okay. It's because Jill's been wanting to watch a bit of telly. Yeah, it's so. nice to watch a bit of telly. At least you're not watching Love Island. Yeah, but can't really talk about it. You know what I mean? Not TV drama. No, that's right, no. So, right, okay. On to uh, the next bit, shall we? Yeah. Shall we go on to the next bit? Yeah. Right, so this is the section that we like to call Homework. anyone in america knows what music that is i doubt it mate it'd be nice i doubt if anyone in england knows what our opening music is no i suppose not i suppose yeah, the not. americans know all about that <laughs> yeah i suppose so. i suppose but uh, if anyone does know what yeah. that music is yeah and let us know what yeah. you think it is just say no <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah uh right okay yeah. so uh on to this section yeah this yeah. is where we give each other films that uh, the other one hasn't seen the uh, hopes of uncovering a hidden gem mm. what did you give me i gave you a film that's currently 8.1 on imdb it's a pg and two hours eight minutes long build as a comedy drama with a synopsis of english teacher john keating inspires his students to look at poetry with a different perspective of authentic knowledge and feelings this is one Oscar-winning film starring Robin Williams, Ethan Hawke and Robert Sean Leonard with a budget of $16.4 million and grossed 140. This is 1989's Dead Poets Society. Yes, it was. You watched it. I did, yeah. Um, so you know that I don't... There's like three things that I really 
don't like dramas, you know. poetry. No, no, it's not that. Uh, flash mobs, we know flash yeah. mobs, don't yeah. like that. Uh, musicals, yeah. you know, don't like musicals. Yeah. And films in boarding schools. Oh, really? Oh, I fucking hate films in boarding schools. Oh, no, you was that one we went to see the other day, uh, the other month you liked. What? Yeah. what? The Simon Pegg one. Slaughterhouse Rules. Yeah, you loved no, it. No, I did. You fucking, <laughs> I fucking loved didn't. it, mate. No, all right, let's say serious okay. films about boarding schools. Anyway, so oh, there's one thing that did make me laugh a little bit because mm-hmm. one of the characters has a surname Pitts. Yeah. <laughs> when he says yeah. uh, Pitts is an unfortunate name. Yeah. So, uh, so, yeah. Made a chuckle. Yeah, bless Jill. Yeah, yeah, Jill's maiden name. So yeah. just uh, mention that. Pitts, uh, Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that, that made me laugh. That made me laugh. Yeah. And then, I don't know, I didn't really get on with it after I this. I didn't think you would. No. And, and it's not... If, listen, it, it's not that I don't like poetry. Yeah. So I'd, I'd listen to poetry. I have someone that I work with that you know, Robin. Yeah. He's yeah. A, a published poet. Yeah. Uh, bought, I bought his poetry book yeah. um, and some good stuff in there. How's the table? Stop wobbling. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, done it a treat. Yeah. Double Sweet. folder. <laughs> right. No, no. So it's got yeah. some. It's got some good ones in there. Um, Um, and listen, I mean, Robin Williams is still solid. Yeah. Can you stop clicking your fingers? Sorry. Honestly, I have to edit that out. Sorry. Right, listen, <laughs> or literally just I'm editing out finger clicking. Honestly. Um, Robin Williams was solid, yeah. okay? And I understood the message mm-hmm. that he was trying to give. Um, it, it's difficult for me to... It's the sort of message, I suppose, that I think would have gone down more in a school like Goodwill Hunting, not a boarding school. Okay. So quite privileged people, I have them down as. I'm not mm-hmm. sure if they were, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I, you know what I mean. It's like preaching to the people that probably could. Do you not think that that was the point of it though? Um, Do you not think he was like people outside of boarding schools know how to live, and he was trying to teach them to actually not take life too seriously, right? Okay. And not actually go on too straight, and actually there's more to life than all this bollocks about becoming a doctor, becoming this. Yeah, Do I what suppose. you want to do. Just because your life's destined for you, mm-hmm. you can still I got not that like with train spotting, like choose life, that sort of yeah. thing. Whereas, well, I got that with one character, yeah, but I, I didn't really get anything from all the other characters. So the lead one, the one that wanted to be an actor, I yeah. thought that was a good performance. Yeah. I thought that it was good. I thought that um, it was a tough storyline for a PG on that part. Um, Just his bit. I don't know. I mean, maybe I maybe one bit, but, but yeah. I mean that, that, that's about it. Okay. I don't. Know, I think. Um, so yeah, I just they, they were all the rest of the characters, including what was it, Ethan, was it Hulk. Ethan Hawke? Yeah, they were all just really nondescript. Like no, I, I, I didn't, I, I didn't care for any of them. Ethan Hawke showed a bit of growth throughout of it because obviously he was one who was repressing every feeling. Yeah, and he was trying to get him to actually open up. And the bit of the crescendo at the end where he actually stood up in front of anyone, beat his anxiety, beat his thing to actually put himself forward and go, "No, I'm here to be counted." Yeah. Bit of self confidence. Yeah, I didn't care for okay. any of them. I didn't no, really care. I, 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 I just didn't. It. Uh, I, I was quite like I say. It was. It was fairly. I suppose you could say touching yeah. for for the the lead character and what happened to him. Mm. And you obviously got a bit more of his outside story. Mm-hmm. And I think this is most of the problem for me is that I would have liked more outside of the school. Okay. I didn't get any any of that. From any of the other characters, really, oh, if you know okay. what I mean, I was Fair just is. stuck with them in there, yeah. and I didn't find them appealing at okay. all. 
So the one that did actually, you saw more of him outside yeah. of it when he went and, and done other stuff and obviously with his parents was the one that I, I, I enjoyed watching yeah. on screen. Yeah. The rest of them, I just, I just didn't really, okay. um, which was a shame. It just didn't really get me. But like I say, I, mean, I, I did enjoy all the, the poetry bits and I certainly enjoyed the message that Robin Williams was given and he, he's great. You know, I mean, yeah. he is really good. No, I preferred him in Goodwill Hunting, if yeah. I'm honest, and I preferred that film because you did see more of the outside and certainly warm to the characters more but yeah. sort of got a bit more in depth with them yeah. um I, yeah it just didn't really do it for me this one okay no. strange conversation you might edit this bit out right um do you find it weird that robin williams has done films with the storyline of someone taking their own life so he's had to do scenes with the morning and seeing the aftermath mm-hmm and he's almost sort of been there, acted it, and the fact that he went and did something similar. Do you find that strange? No, I think you mentioned uh, the word acted it. Yeah, and but I think it, yeah, I suppose so. It's just that weird feeling. I just thought, like, when you're... I mean, actors, they do method acting, don't they? And they mm-hmm. sort of know, and they go for all of that. But it's, it seems strange. I'm not questioning his motives, or th- no one knows what was going on, what was doing, but no. the fact that he's sort of almost been there and seen it. Yeah. But it in an made, acting environment yeah, with people it acting made it, it morning. made it a bit... I, I love Robin Williams. I think he's amazing. Yeah. Um, I really liked Life for a Lens mm-hmm. and Angels mm-hmm. albums. <laughs> Did you say that just to lead up to that? No. Oh, you no, didn't. just an ongoing joke. Really? Ongoing joke. I just think I'm hilarious and I'm not. <laughs> but yeah, no, really. And I just think that part when that happened and I saw the sadness in his face around that point actually made me feel really sad watching it uh, I, I just I'm surprised that you know two Robbie Williams albums <laughs> that's the thing <laughs> Angels <laughs> isn't an album two songs Swing When You're Winning okay, yeah. no. but no I don't yeah. know I think you put, nailed it on the head where he said that he'd, he'd acted yeah, them, yeah. and he's okay. been around people acting yeah. mourning yeah, so I think it just real life time, I haven't seen it since yeah. uh, we lost him hmm. Um, and I just think that actually watching that scene and that he played that really well and had that sort of that brokenness in his eyes. Yeah. Oh, but I think that that's probably the experience he's got from stuff that's happened in real life yeah. Yeah. rather than what he's got from yeah. acting school. Actually, him, just so. watching him and I was like, that's made that little, just that scene a little bit sadder for yeah. me. Okay. So I had a little bit of a well up moment. Did you? And yeah. Okay. All right. You know what I'm like. Right. Yeah, girl. Okay. I mean, I've I've got I was stuck in a school with quite a few uninteresting characters. Yeah. Sorry, fifty two. Okay. Didn't Bad really days. do it for me. Well, Goodwill one in it was better. Yeah, better yeah, score. No, mm. Fair enough. So okay. it's what it is, what it is. It is. Right. Okay, so on to mine. Yeah. I gave you a nineteen eighties film. Yeah. Uh, directed by Robert Houston, starring Tommy Sabo Wakayama, Kaya Mutsu and Akiji Kobayashi. Running time of 90 minutes, uh, 7.4 on IMDb, 80% on Rotten Tomatoes, with a synopsis of when the wife of the Shogun's decapitator is murdered and he is ordered to commit suicide by the paranoid Shogun, he and his four-year-old son escape and become assassins for hire, embarking on a journey of blood and violent death. Mm. Okay, right. What do you think? (laughs) You're ready for this one, eh? This is a great film. Really? Yeah. I really enjoyed this. Did you? I really did enjoy this. Really? Are you so, joking? No, I'm not. Really? This is probably everything I shouldn't like. Really? And everything I thought I wouldn't like. No, I shit. really enjoyed it. I thought it. this would be the lowest score ever, nah. if I'm honest. No. Nah. Right. I really enjoyed it. Okay. Right. Um, I mean, I've got to be honest, it's actually 
less. I think I've seen other ones that are more blood spurty yeah, and more yeah. gory, if I'm honest. Yeah, so. I, mean, I, I accepted that with a pinch of salt. It, yeah. There's no doubt about a sort of a paradox. It's a terrible film, but that's what makes it so great. The the over-the-top blood spurting, the voice dubbing yeah. is just fantastic. Right. Okay. I really enjoyed it. Um, <laughs> I like the commentary. Yeah. I like the stories being told over by the kid's voice. Yeah, I mean, there is a story. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, a it's, decent it's story. It's got a decent story. Yeah. Uh, totally. But um, obviously a, a mix-up, as we mentioned last episode, of two two films, 12 minutes from one film, right. and then most of the next one, as I mentioned. Right. Um, the actual series is the Lone Wolf and Cub series. Right. So there's quite a few more films. Yeah. I don't know exactly how many, but okay. yeah. Um, the 12 minutes from the first Lone Wolf and Cub yeah. and then most of the second one are okay. melded together to make Shogun Assassin. Oh, really? So, okay. Yeah, so there's a lot more yeah. um, uh, films if you if you want to look yeah. at them. Yeah. No, I, I, I really probably shouldn't have enjoyed it as much as right. I did. Okay. But I, did, I mean, there was not a lot of peril from his point of view. I think he only come unstuck a couple of times, but yeah. there was enough that made you feel he wasn't invincible. Yeah. Uh, there were some standout scenes like when he chose... He was trying to get the kid to choose whether it lived or died. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, wow. And he yeah. was like, there was some really bad like um, makeup thing with the blood. Right. But, in, um, but there's some really good ones, like when he said about him waiting for his breath to hiss away, like yeah. if you cut someone perfectly on the throat. Yeah. There were some brutal ones. Yeah. Um, lots of just <laughs> noises and people die, but there was loads of claret in it. Yeah, I mean, you obviously, we I gave this to you after the Kill Bill thing, yeah, yeah. where it you, which you has of, made me get Kill Bill a bit more now, right? I understand, okay. yeah, um, the homage, yeah, so we say yeah. to it rather than piss taking, yeah. Cause I was thinking, is this fucking real? No, no, I mean, um, I, I, I quite like these ones sometimes when he'd slit them and then there was a delay, yeah, it's, yeah. Pro- it's probably where the blood someone wasn't pumping it fast enough or yeah. something, but it actually, yeah. I thought that was a lot better. Than some of them like delay ones where. They cut the head off and then the body's still standing and it shoots yeah. in. Um, I, th- I think they could have made, possibly made a bit more of the big fights. Yeah. Like when he killed the Shogun's son. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I must admit, I thought that I thought, was a bit quick. I, I mean, he had the remember. kid on his back and he just sli- sliced his head off and yeah. then he was like, done. And I think they, yeah. that was their perfect opportunity for him to be against someone. Equal. equal yeah, equal mm-hmm. or slightly less. And he, he overcome them to beat yeah. them. And it was a bit of a challenge rather than... Um, I like the female ninja bits, although yep. they didn't last long. No, when they chopped all the bloke's arms and legs and that off, yeah. it's one of the, probably the standout, one of the standout yeah. scenes for me, along with yeah. the push chair. They was it. like, um, yeah, get up and fight them or something, and they just kept, and there was like a slice of a head with yeah. an ear on, yeah. and then the other side, <laughs> and there's this little torso sort of wriggling around. <laughs> yeah. Um, what about the push chair with the, the push blades? Chair with the blades cut in, Cut yeah. those people's legs off and yeah. that. Oh, yeah. yeah, that was quite good as it went through. I mean, sharp. Blade. I mean, it was just weird that he did actually just roll his kid into a group of people who wanted to kill the kids. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, there is. was like the hotel scene. There were there were some reasonably good dramatic scenes, like they're sitting in the bath. Yeah, it's not like happens for a few minutes. No, but it did keep me because he's reaching down for his sword. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, I'm watching a fat guy and his kid in a bath. <laughs> yeah, I can't take my eyes off it. No, no. Because it's like, what is going to happen? Yeah. Um, and like the fact of the saviour of the head ninja or chief ninja or ninja wizard or whatever they kept calling her. Yeah. Because obviously she hadn't, when they had the baby, mm-hmm. she didn't kill the baby yeah. or the kid. And then likewise, he saved her. And I didn't question where it was going when he was grabbing her and taking her clothes off. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking, he's just made a bit of a turn. <laughs> 
Um, and then I like the kid just sort of touching her nipple. <laughs> so what's the kid up to? <laughs> um, but yeah, it was really good. Okay. I really enjoyed it. Oh, good. I almost didn't want it to end. Really? Yeah. Well, no, you've got loads more. I like, I like the um, the three ninjas, the three amigos, yeah, whatever yeah. they were called. Yeah. Um, even though one of them, his length of his thing kept changing yeah. because he could reach through the whole body, yet <laughs> it would only just go past his fingers. <laughs> but I like the different weapons they had. Yeah. I like the fact that they had the different weapons. Yeah, yeah, really enjoyed it. Okay, I'm really surprised. Yeah. Well, you might yeah. have to dig out the other ones then. Yeah. I'd say, don't get me wrong, it's not going up massively high on score. Right, okay. Um, 95? No. Okay. Right. I'm, I'm going to stick it at 77. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Yeah, you happy with that? Yeah, really yeah, no, happy. Yeah, either well, well, 9DB, that is. Yeah. Well What's done. 9DB? 74. 74. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I'm happy with that. Yeah, thanks very much, mate. Cool. Excellent. What Thank you got? You. For, what you got? That's all right. What you got for me next week? I have got you a film that's currently sitting at seven point eight out of ten on IMDb. It's a PG and two hours seven minutes long. Okay, not too bad. Biography, drama, history. So you can learn something. This comes back to you know we seem to have this. I wouldn't call it an obsession. Just with a few different racial inequality okay. films we've watched recently. Yeah. Um, this is a story of a team of female African-American mathematicians who served a vital role in NASA during the early days of the U.S. space program. Okay, starring Octavia Spencer, that's Ma, Ma yeah. from last week. Janelle Monae, you okay. can see at Glastonbury, if you want right. to see her. Um, sorry about the pronunciation of this one, but Taraji P. Henson, Kevin Costner, Jim Parsons, Marsha Harla Ali, and Kirsten Dunst. Free Oscar-winning film with a budget of 25 million, grossing 236 million. This is 2016's Hidden Figures. Ooh, sounds like a good one. Yeah, bit of space stuff and that. Bit of space shit. Yeah, yeah. Nice, good cast. Yeah, excellent. Really strong cast. Yeah, thanks Jim for that. Jim Parsons man. playing Sheldon Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, thanks for that, that, mate. Good. Right, well, uh, you're gonna love this one. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, this is a recent watch. Actually, okay. for me, it's quite All good. Right. And and Jules begged me to change my previous choice okay. and change it to this. Right. So she thinks you like this. So she stitched me up. No, well, hopefully not. No, no. no. Okay. Um, for for me to give a recent watch, so it's a 2016 film. Okay. Now this is one of those like um, Jim Cummings. So I've got directed by Anna Billa, produced by Anna Billa, written by Anna Billa, music by Anna Billa, edited by Anna Billa, and production company Alla Billa Productions. Talented. So, so, yeah, very much so. Starring Samantha Robinson, Jan Keyes, Laura Waddell, Jeffrey Vincent Paris, Jared Sanford, Robert Seeley, and Jennifer Ingram. Is she not in it then? Who? No, no. Oh, no, no. Uh, running time of 120 minutes. Yeah. And uh, I haven't got a budget, but the box office was $228,894. Okay. Yeah, but well, we've learned so from a few of them not to judge them yeah, by that. Right. Uh, 6.2 on IMDb, but okay. 95% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh. With a synopsis of a modern day witch uses spells and magic to get men to fall in love with her. And this is 2016's The Love Witch. Okay. Right. Right. You seen it? <laughs> Good. Never heard of it, mate. <laughs> Nor would I. No. Well, actually, I had. I'd heard another podcast talk about it, I think, two or three years ago. Yeah. And I'd forgotten about it. And then it popped up on, uh, I can't remember where it popped up. It's on one of the, the platforms. And I watched it. And it's great. Okay. All right. Cool. I really, honestly, for two hours, I was yeah. absolutely enthralled. Cool. Um, I don't know why. 
I have absolutely no idea why. What's it called again? The Love Witch. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. So hopefully you enjoy that. Jill All really right. wants to know what you think of that. Okay. All right. Cool. Okay. So uh, moving on to next week's main. Yep. So we we got a, we had a couple to choose from, but I ain't gonna see that shit, mate. No, I, we were gonna do Brightburn, but we sort of missed it again a little bit. Yeah. I mean, it's only recently it's only recently come out over here. We don't want to yeah. do Men in Black. We're not gonna do yeah. that. And yeah, I'm just Brightburn's just been getting such bad reviews. So we yeah. decided because we're obviously recording. Uh, next week, next weekend, and then we sort of get off to Glastonbury, yeah, we didn't do. we? So we decided to do a Twitter poll. Twitter poll. Didn't we? Yeah. yeah. And the Twitter poll is on uh, some of our favourite films based on the music. Yeah. All right? Yeah. Okay. Obviously, some of it's limited because we've done quite a few of them. Yeah. There's some that I would probably put above the one I've chosen, okay. but we've already covered them. Right, okay. And I thought I'd embarrass myself. Right, Okay. <laughs> Why not? Okay. So, I have chosen a 1992 film. Right. It's a 15, two hours, nine minutes long, and it's drama, music, romance, thriller. Right. With a synopsis of a former Secret Service agent takes on the job of bodyguard to an R&B singer whose lifestyle is most unlike a president's. Does that even make sense? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right. Well, that's, that's what IMDb say. <laughs> Um, this stars Kevin Costner, Whitney Houston, Gary Kemp, and Bill Cobbs with a budget of 25 million, grossed 411 million, mate. Right, blimey. And this is 1992's The Bodyguard. Right, okay. Like the music one on that one. Is that not one of the greatest selling soundtracks I or something? I wouldn't ever, be I surprised. Yeah, I think so. One I quite like. It's got one of my favourite movie scenes in it. Right, okay. Ever. Okay, all right. There you go Involves then. a knife, and I like knives. Okay, right. <laughs> okay, right. So yeah. I mean, when we come up to music ones, there's probably only one that I can put up against it. Uh, my favourite one. It's obviously more of a biopic as well. Um, so I've got a 1991 film directed by Oliver Stone, starring Val Kilmer, Meg Ryan, Kevin Dillon, Kyle MacLachlan, Frank Whaley, Michael Madsen, Billy Idol, and Kathleen Quinlan. Uh, it had a budget of 38 million with a box office of 34.4 million. Uh, it's 140 minutes long. I know, I know. 7.2 on IMDb with a synopsis of the story of the famous and influential 1960s rock band The Doors and its lead singer and composer Jim Morrison from his days as a UCLA film student in LA to his untimely death in Paris, France at the age of 27 in 1971. This is 1991's The Doors. Mm, it had to be that, because we're talking about music, obviously. If I win, you'll have to give me that as a homework. Really? I'd like to see that. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. It's um, it's it's one of my favourite uh, films. Which doesn't make anyway, a mockery at the poll, because one of Tom Pitt are listening to this, it's done, isn't it? Yeah, it is indeed, yeah. But like I say, it's it's one of those uh, one of my favourite films anyway, not just to do with music. So there you go. Cool. That's our Glastonbury-related poll. Yeah. All right? Cool. Okay. Right. That sort of ties that up, mate. Yeah. So after all that, how can people contact us? Again? They can get us on Twitter, which is at movie underscore drone, or via email, which is moviedronepodcast at hotmail.com. They can. So thank you very much, mate. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Sorry you've had a shit week. It's, it'll get better. Huh? Will it? Get better. Yeah, because I've got seven more working get-ups. Okay. What are you up to this weekend? Uh, no idea. Do you want to do the bike ride? 
Doesn't matter. No. <laughs> you sure? Yep. Okay. <laughs> so thank you very much, everyone, for yeah. getting to the end of this one. Good luck on your bike ride. Thank you very hope much. You don't indeed. get a flat tire. No. And if you do, I hope it's both. I've got a spare uh, spare inner tube. Yeah, but I if can it's change. Both. Huh? I mean, if it's both front They've and back. They've got loads go. of people there. You, you just call someone. Someone yeah. will just give me one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of those. I was gonna. I might actually come down and support you with a uh, box of drawing pins. <laughs> Stuff running across the road. <laughs> I think there's some quite bad accidents a lot of the time. Yeah, people go hope, a bit fast. Hope um, Jimmy Jill don't come up again. Yeah, no, no. We'll, you go we'll careful, look after Jill. her. Yeah, we yeah. will. We'll look after her definitely. Yeah. So yeah, but I can I can change her. Yeah, and in fairness, the both you look after yourselves because we've only got a week and a half. And yeah, we're, I know. We're in the middle of the field. Yeah, I know. No stupid risks. No, I know. We'll be careful. Yeah. We'll be be careful. All right, okay. Thanks for your concern, mate. No. All right. So again, thank you everyone for listening. Cheers. To episode forty nine. Yeah, and thank you. yeah. And we'll see you on the other side. Thank you. See ya. Right. There's two tortoises, right? And they're going for a picnic. So they walk in there. And they get there, they get sandwiches, they get the beer out, one says to the other, you bought a bottle opener? He goes, no, I thought you bought it. He goes, you're going to have to go back for it. He goes, mate, we just bought three days to come here. By the time I get there and get back, you would have eaten sandwiches. No, I won't touch the sandwiches. He goes, you would have touched the sandwiches. No, I won't. He goes, I'm not going back. He goes, I don't trust you. He goes, mate, go back. Three days, three days, be fine. No, you're, you'll touch sandwiches. No, I won't. So he goes, all right, I'm off. Off I go. So six days go by. The other tortoise thinks, should be back and you're like, oh, I'm fucking hungry. He goes, oh, I'll just have a bite of one sandwich. So he gets a bite of one sandwich and out pops behind a rock. The other tortoise going, ah, oh, I knew it. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like that one. My tortoise joke's one of my favourites. <laughs> <laughs> I'd tell my favourite one, but uh, I can't say it anymore. <laughs> <laughs>